because I'm down to one pair of boxers that has a giant hole in the middle. Oh, danger boxers. Yeah, they are quite dangerous. Should cost money. Not that much money. I have a job, though. So. Well, do you want to get started with Megan Trainer here? Yeah, I mean, let's let's get the party started in the year 1950 with Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer with a dear future husband. You got the Last time we left off with Megan Trainer, she was all about that bass. No trouble. Today, she's kind of all about that cognitive dissonance. I think last time we talked about her, you compared her to Lily Allen. You called her the American Lily Allen. Yeah. Which is a pretty good comparison. She's undeniably talented, but she occasionally errs on the too silly side. Yeah, this is kind of a mess. I, I can't tell what to make of this because, like, every other line, like, so line A, let's say, is all about how she's misindependent doing her, her, her Megan Trainor thing. You got the and then line B is just whatever, I'm 50s housewife. But then she follows that up with, oh, by the way, women be crazy, so I'm going to be acting crazy sometimes. And she needs to just take a side. I think I would have liked this song if it had been one of those three sides. Like maybe buying your groceries was ironic, but it doesn't seem to be remotely ironic here and i don't understand why how can that possibly be sincere well, and yet it I think seems what to happened be... is that she wandered onto the set for one of her videos and got confused and thought it actually was the 1950s she also can't decide she's dropping things like rock my body right and then oral sex joke immediately followed by hey don't have a dirty mind i'll be sleeping on the left side of the bed Whoa, open doors for me and you might get some Whoa, kisses don't have a dirty mind I liked the oral sex joke. That was like Pitbull-esque. I think she can still recover, but this is not this is not bode well for Megan Trainor. No, Trainer. this is not a, a good omen here. Anyways, I think I'm out of things to be angry about for Megan Trainor's dear future husband. Well, just put this in your pocket. This is the first of two songs that features baking pies. We'll get to this yeah. later. <laughs> Indeed we will. In the meantime, though, let's uh, take a walk on the wild side with Rihanna and Bitch Better Have My Money. 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 Y'all should know me well enough. Bitch Better Have My Money. Please don't call me on my blood. Pay me what you want it. Balling bigger than LeBron. Bitch, give me your money. Who y'all think y'all fronting on? Like bro.
Also connecting between multiple songs this week. This is a the first of two tracks that features Louis Thirteenth Cognac. Is that, so I, I noticed that also appears. I, I won't spoil it for the rest of them. What's the, is that like a, the new yak to be drinking? I don't know shit about it, but in a, a different song yet to be revealed. Um, this the, unless you read the show notes, in which case you already know exactly what you're in for. Carry if, on. In the, in that mystery song, it is mentioned quite explicitly that that cognac is worth 150 dollars a shot. Kicking. I can't tell if this song is a parody or not. If it's some sort of commentary. Well, it's this typical like kind of aggressive. If you had some male rapper singing this, it would just be gangster rap. It would just be gangster rap. There's something that's kind of novel about Rihanna doing it. As far as we know, she's not a drug dealer. And I don't, I don't know enough about Rihanna to know. All I know are her singles. Mm-hmm. I don't have any deep cuts. Ella. Exactly. Yeah, and you contrast that kind of artistry uh, with "Bitch Better Have My Money." I just never imagined her saying something like "Turn up to Rihanna while the whole club fucking wasted." Fucking wasted. It's kind of lowbrow. And I can't tell if that's uh, being played for commentary or not, or if this is like an, an earnest, you know, Rihanna's hitting the, the, the gangsta scene. If I had to guess, it's somewhere in between. It, it's a little bit sincerely, this is showing the breadth of what Rihanna can do, which I actually appreciate. It's interesting and different. At the same time, it is the discord is useful, too. You know, this song actually reminds me a ton of uh, that Jeremy joint we did don't tell them because of the focus on one specific phrase repeated over and over don't tell them don't tell them you ain't need you ain't even gotta tell them don't tell them don't tell them you ain't need don't tell them don't tell them yeah it's all kind of it's very like just laser focused on this one sound and this one line yeah and in in both cases the production is extremely spare like in this one there's a yeah there's a really short drum machine loop and just a few off-the-shelf synth sounds almost nothing there slim pickings and then the voice now, if Slim Pickens had done this song, I think that definitely would be some sort of commentary on the forum. Do <laughs> uh, you want to keep trucking? I think so. Do uh, you want to change your mind after I tell you that next up is Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea with Pretty Girls? Iggy is. Oh, uh, fuck me. It's Iggy is. And, of course, the first words out of her mouth are, it's Iggy is. here and and still making music in the year of our lord 2015 i feel like a time traveler because i i kind of liked britney back in the day like toxic etc well i mean toxic i feel was, was like second or third wave britney yeah that's what i mean i was a i was okay. a third wave britney fan toxic is a is an amazing jam i highly recommend you listen to toxic right now as opposed to not you you adrian but you the royal you who's listening to the show I suppose to listen to Pretty Girls, which I think sounds awful. It's, it's It just sounds bad. It is grating. It is not a good-sounding song. Got the haze going. It's a little bit of a mustard-inspired. I looked it up. It is not produced by mustard, but it's produced by someone who wishes they were mustard. I feel like Iggy is and Britney are going out of their way to just be 
dumb in this song. We're talking about the lyrical content, which is truly execrable. Yes, and then the, the video does it no favors either. No. They are not making the case for pretty girls in this song. It's sort of a polar opposite to that Beyonce jam, Run the World. Yeah, I feel. Folks, do not ever jump the line. It is very rude. Huh. I don't care what you look like. Don't jump the line. The line is there for a reason. The line is a modicum of order in a world of chaos. Let the line do what the line must do. Or... If you prefer, let the Q do what the Q must do. Q got to do what the Q got to do. Indeed. Now we have international appeal. Uh, anyways, the line I wanted to get to, which is, uh, like bees to the honey. <clears throat> this is this is the, like, cows to the milk. Cows don't flock to milk. Motherfucker, the bees be on that pollen. Pollen, motherfucker, pollen. I can't stress this enough. What, 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 what can I do you for on, on Pretty Girls? There's, there's not much to say. Like, we should move on pretty quickly because we're, we're just going to get meaner and meaner if we talk <laughs> about this more. It's like they took the recent theme of pop music being more empowering and subverted it. What do we got next? I think we got GDFR. GDFR? What's that? Uh, it's going down for real, Eric. It is going down for real. GDFR by Florida. I know who you came here to see. So it's got it's got a jamming harmonica thing, uh, which to me sounds like teach me how to doogie. Teach me how to doogie. Teach me, teach me how to doogie. Did you say harmonica? It sounds like harmonica, right? You, you mean that fucking saxophone? No, no, it's a synth pretending <laughs> to be a harmonica. No, 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 that is a saxophone. No, if it were a saxophone, it would be <laughs> it would be all all uh, bassy and have a rounder sound. This this sounds like someone playing the harmonica. Harmonica. Yeah. Are we not in agreement on this? We're talking about the... the... It's clearly harmonica. No, okay. Make make your mouth into the shape it has to be to make those sounds. Uh And your hands will instinctively go to a saxophone position. This is a fucking saxophone, you ignorant sack of shit. I can't believe... I'm making a rectangle in front of my lips right now. Oh my god. This is is untenable. Like, I, I... Okay, there is some sort of wind instrument that is pretty bumping. Yeah, and Carry uh, on. Florida's got a lot of funny puns going on. He's a real funny guy. He does buy. Also, there is nothing less sexy than actually saying the phrase double entendre. Ladies, put your up. Double entendre. Double entendre. Yeah, that's the other guy, right? Fuck that guy, seriously. Yeah, calling attention to the double entendre is, is never a winning move. I actually gave them a credit for a pun they didn't make. Hmm. What, going lower than femur? 
got wetter, uh, got her wetter than Katrina. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were talking about FEMA and not FEMA. It's good. Uh, it's still a little soon, though. Some really weak cough, cough bronchitis thrown in there. Make it cough, cough, that's bronchitis. Full of hilarious dad puns. Yes, a lot of hilarious dad puns backed up by what I think is some awesome track action going on here. It's a club dance party anthem. Saxophone slash harmonica. Saxophonica aside, I really do love this the part that comes back before that. I know you came here to like that, that kind of tense, uneasy vibe that's going on before the saxophonica, I think is fantastic. He builds it up right. He's got this one killer hook that he's going to stretch it out for the entire punny song. And he knows how to put it in context. I think it's time to play the second round of America's favorite game show, Worst Ever, Best Ever. I'm ready. Yeah, last time we played Worst Ever, Best Ever, I forget what it was, but all I know is Chacaron was involved somehow. Chacaron. Yeah, we can look, look it up in the show notes. Towards the end there, they're saying, uh, lift it, drop it, shake it, pop it. To the pessimist, this is the worst ever version of Technologic by Daft Punk. Buy it, use it, break it, fix it. Worst recipe for making Chex Mix. <laughs> I'm on board. Uh, to the optimist, it is the best ever version of the Boppet Extreme. I'm not familiar with the Boppet Extreme. The Boppet Extreme is the enhanced, upgraded version of the Boppet toy. Now, Boppet was this little toy that had like three things on it. Uh, there was a, a little plastic tab you could pull. There was a plastic circle you could hit or bop in the parlance of the toy. Bop it. And there was, I think, uh, I think on the original Boppet, there was a twist of like a little plastic corkscrew you could turn to twist and so you turn this thing on and it would kind of have a beat going like boom, 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 boom. and then it would tell you what to do like pull it and you'd pull it you go whoop bop it boing uh twist it pull it do it I need to like do it all in time and, and you know. This sounds like hella fun. It was hella fun. I was crazy good at the Bop It Extreme, which added uh flick it and spin it nice so yeah lift it drop it shake it pop it now that sound meant pass it uh you pass it to the next player i'm having fun already this sounds great yeah they still sell that thing uh i wouldn't bank on it but you could search it buy it click it end of bop it joke pretty good jokes Okay, the video, all I have is all cap that says, what the actual fuck? So what do you have to say about it? He's coaching a basketball team. Um, I don't know why, but they're having a lot of fun playing basketball. Basketball is pretty fun. It's like some sort of weird... Like, basketball league they're running, though. Yeah. Like, it's not just a pickup game. It's, it's like, they got uniforms. They've got, like, a scoreboard. they got standings going. The November stats. They've got a win-loss record. They've got, like, three-point percentages. they got this worked out to a T. I actually don't know which team is theirs, because right at the beginning, I think they, they try to identify themselves, and they say, as far as I can tell, Harva! who are we? Or, or possibly a halva, like the delicious sesame seed dessert. Mm. Well, the the production studio here is Strong Arm Productions, hmm. so I imagine that the Strong Arms is the team we're supposed to root for. So they're saying Strong Arms does not sound like Strong I, Arms I, at all. No, I don't think that's what they're saying. I I think they're saying Havarti, like you said, or Harvard. Maybe it's Harvard. Arrgh. So going down for real, they're all playing basketball. Not what I expected. So someone involved in the production of this video has just always had a dream to make a basketball video. Like, they really like basketball. They're a basketball coach, maybe. And they were like, I, I And would... then here comes Flo Rida with a music video he needs made. It's like, I don't have any ideas for what this music video is going to be, so you guys just do whatever you want. And the guy's like, ah, hell to the fuck to the yes. 
My time has come at last. That's how producers do it. That's how they think. That is what they do. Is it time for a detour? I think we should take a detour. It's T-Pain with buy you a drink. Parentheses, shoddy snapping. of hype buy you a drink still holds up the lyrics are extremely dumb but it's got a good texture good hook my favorite line is when young jock signs off his section by saying i'm gonna let t-pain sing, sing yeah so, so he can, can make, make it, it clear. clear i got i got that here too yeah well i think young jock is is the song's mvp mm-hmm. i really like his section although i've got one thing i need cleared up here uh the line Passion, fruit, and sex. Passion, fruit, and sex all in the atmosphere. I'm a lit pain so he can make it clear. I can't tell if he's talking about passion, fruit, and sex or passion, fruit, and sex. Double entendre. Double entendre. Oh, bringing it back. I like that. That's a... Deep cut from a couple minutes ago for those of you uh, at home. Gotta pay close attention to chart stoppers. Yeah, anyways, please do send email your answers to the passion fruit sex debacle to. You need an email address. Chartstoppers at chartstoppers.com. Is that. Can you do that? No, that's not a real thing. You just, just hit us up on Twitter. It's on. The, it's at Chartstoppers, you know? Please write in. Yeah, please, please, please write in. That's all we have. Uh, anyways, buy you a drink. T Pain saying he got money in the bank. Shoddy, what you think about that? I think that's pretty cool, T Pain. Good job. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking more about that high-yield bond action, but, you know, that, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, this song also features my favorite dance move of all time. At the end, they're telling you what dance to do as the song closes out. Uh, one of the moves in that dance is called, uh, they say, think about it. And kind of just wait for a second. And that is my favorite dance move of all time. <laughs> I can do the think about it all night in the club. You mean the wait for a second? Because it's also known. I might also buy you some drugs. You know who's got them? Fetty Wack. With Trap Queen. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Since you're pretty ass, soon as you came in the door. I just want to chill. Got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money. Introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remixing for low. She my Trap Queen. Let her hit the band. Apparently, trap means like two things. There's trap, like music. Trap music. Yeah, and there's like trap houses where like crack cocaine is manufactured and/or distributed. Are they related? There's two separate etymologies. I don't know. Anyways, this song, as you mentioned earlier, features uh, features pies. I think. I think. I think the song is about. And stop me if this sounds familiar. 
the manufacture and distribution of crack cocaine. Maybe. It's a possibility. Stink possibility. So for a while I thought that, oh, bacon pies, that's got to be some double entendre. Double entendre. Clearly. Uh, but then, no, motherfuckers in this video, they, they just pull a pie out of an oven, and now I don't know what to believe. Yeah, I, I really like this alternate reading. He introduces her to her kitchen because they both like cooking. Yeah. They cook pies together. That's just a, the thing that they like to do. They got to measure out the baking soda. It's probably about 100 grams. Yeah, you need some, some very accurate scales to make the, the best possible pie crust. And I got to say, my man Fetty Wap sounding like a zillion bucks on the track. He's like a pseudo-dub thing going on. Tell me more. He's almost not rapping. He's this, this half-singing, which sounds like it's out of a dancey reggae track. I feel. I feel. I really like how he sounds on this uh, on this track i gotta say like the second verse he sounds a lot different like he kind of dropped it's a little less a little less singy mm-hmm, right um kind of a bit more just talky shouty which i didn't like as much mm-hmm. uh, but i think when he's kind of going for a bit of a melody i think it really works i also enjoy the, the message about um, everybody hating we just call them fans though mm-hmm. that's the way to live folks it doesn't have a problem with greeting too much though i'm like hey what's up hello Hey, what's up? Hello is a little bit too much greeting. You can maybe choose one of those three, and that would be fine. I mean, well, T-Pain opens up with... I'm T-Pain, you know me. I'm T-Pain, you know me. Which, like, okay, well then, what the hell? Then why did you mention... Good point. This could be a prevalent problem in the hip-hop, R&B, whatever music type we're talking about here, uh, genre. R&B greetings. R&B greetings. Hey, what's up? Hello. You know me. I'm Fetty Wap. So and there's this video, at the end of the video, where you got the guy saying that Fetty Wap sounds like a zillion bucks on the track. That guy's a fucking dork. Okay, that guy's a dork, but I think super dork, the dorkus malorcus as it may be, is the guy next to him just <laughs> pointing at him. <laughs> this is all over my notes, man. It's, it's, just, it's just there to point. Well, so for the first line or two, he's, he's staying along with him. Right. And then he stops like he forgot the rest of the words. He's like, oh, it's okay. I just sit here and gesture. It's totally fine. Yeah. No problem at all. We got one take on this. I'm going to point at the guy next to me who remembered what to say the whole time. Are you familiar with World Star? No, don't know it. A production company. Mm-hmm. You know, typically kind of like low budget. Who walked in and made this kind of thing happening? This felt like a World Star joint to me. It's extremely low budget, and I, and I like it that way. Just Fede Wap really selling that weird eye, just hanging out in his house cooking pies. Yeah, I mean, after a few weeks of Director X and all the other kind of high production value crap we put up with, kind of nice to see Fede Wap uh, having some soul hanging out. Hanging out with his crew and uh, baking pies. Baking pies, counting his money. It's the things that he likes to do. Well, so I guess uh, until next time. Hey, what's up? Hello. Hey, you know me. I'm T-Pain. Whoop, whoop.